your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. Very happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line for our weekly conversation with the Cardinals insider for The Athletic. She is Katie Wu joining us here on the show. Be sure to subscribe to The Athletic for pieces like her Cardinals weekly wrap-up, which went up earlier this morning. Katie, we appreciate the time as always. How are you doing out in New York this afternoon? What's up, guys? Uh, alive and well. Uh, maybe there's a baseball game between the Cardinals and the Mets today. Maybe not. We'll see. Uh, it's always fun to, to be traveling in spring and dealing with the weather. It's a good reminder that St. Louis is not the only one that deals with unpredictable weather. So just same boat as a lot of Cardinals fans right now, just kind of waiting it out, seeing what my night's going to look like. Uh, Katie, do me a favor while you're at New York. Go check out my favorite pizza place in New York City, uh, Sabaros. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I knew as soon as as soon as the sentence started, I was like, I know exactly where you guys. <laughs> yeah, so are going did I. From. God That's bless the you. worst part. I God knew exactly you. where he was going. I was like, yeah. no, he's definitely going with something different this time you gotta around. Got to go with the office in this one. That's the way to go with this one, Katie. It is. If true. you get the night off, what are the plans in New York City? If you don't mind us asking. Uh, that's a good question. I mean, what day is it? Monday. <laughs> yeah, uh, I feel you, Katie. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> um, you know, I think. I mean, most of the Broadway shows are dark tonight, but. I, Phantom of the Opera might not be. That might be a good call. Um, I'm not sure. Night's young. We'll see. You should have seen the face on Tebow when you said Phantom of the Opera. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he knows what that is, but still. He's unfamiliar with that work. Oh, Oh, Tanner. Oh, Tanner. All right, Katie, let's get into these Cardinals. Um, It was an up and down weekend. It ended with quite the the celebration yesterday and a fun win for Adam Wainwright, Yadier Molina, uh, Albert Pujols all getting the job done. What have you made of this hit and miss offense? It seems like one night they're putting up two runs against the Baltimore Orioles. And then the next you've got 15 against arguably the left hand best left-handed starter in baseball right now. I mean, isn't that just a, a perfect synopsis of, of baseball? I mean, we've seen the Cardinals. We, we At this point, you know, they played over 30 games. You kind of have a brief idea uh, or getting some clarity, at least, in what this team looks like, right? Like, the starting pitching is better than we expected it to be. The bullpen is really good. Uh, the kids, they can play. Uh, and the offense, like, obviously, they have the power potential. It's just the consistency. Uh, I know that scoring is down throughout baseball, right? And But that's no... I don't know. That doesn't make anything better when you're a fan and you're, you expect to see your team scoring and, and producing with a consistent offense. Um, so I don't. I understand that scoring's down throughout the league. Um, I understand that maybe there, there's some controversy with baseball. Maybe not. 
I think with the Cardinals, though, it's just a story of, of overall consistency. They have the power. They have the guys. Um, obviously, it's helpful with guys like Dylan Carlson and Yadier Molina starting to hit the ball better, finding their timing. They'd like the same for Tyler O'Neill. Um, but for now, I think the offense is kind of maybe the only question about this team right now. I think you can look at the Cardinals and reasonably expect or reasonably think to know what you're going to get with every other element in this, in this team. So, Katie, I was asked by a, a friend yesterday if Tyler O'Neill's season last year was a fluke or if he's going to get back to that form this year. How would you answer that? I do not think it was a fluke. Um, I do think that and I, I can't speak for Tyler, right? And I, I would, I don't want to be giving him an, an avenue for, for an excuse. I know that he is not a player that will take excuses. I think maybe we are not considering the overall effects of his arbitration case and having to deal with that in season. Um, and, you know, again, not speaking for Tyler and in no means saying, oh, this arbitration case is the reason why he's playing this way. And I don't think he would say that either. Um, but I think that does play a little bit of a factor into when you're negotiating over pay for and you're consistently hearing what this team thinks you're worth and you think you're worth more and you're going back and forth on logistics the business part you know maybe that does play a, a an impact on on your mental health or just your mentality at the plate but you know Tyler's looked off he's no his timing's been off the quality of the bats have not been good he'd be the first to say it he said so on Thursday that he feels like he's finding himself a little bit more but it's going to take a couple more hits a couple more barrels to really find his rhythm don't think it's a fluke. Uh, I do think the Cardinals are a little concerned, but maybe with arbitration behind him, the next couple of weeks we'll see some some positive signs from Tyler developing at the plate. All right, I'll report back to my friend that he's an idiot, Katie. I thought so when he asked me that too, <laughs> but I just wanted to make sure. Please do. Okay. No. His friend, <laughs> totally. quote-unquote, was whoa, asking whoa. that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Are you insinuating I don't have friends? No, yeah. I'm just saying I think that might have been a question you were asking. Yeah, Shut it, know, It just seemed, seemed reasonable. We're talking to Katie Wu, Cardinals insider for The Athletic. She's joining us here on BK and Ferrario as she does each and every Monday on the show. You should find her work over at The Athletic. Subscribe over there. It is excellent work. Well worth the price of admission. Uh, Katie, it seems like we are officially getting the Yadier Molina that the Cardinals were hoping for this season. In his last 10 games, he's uh, had five extra base hits. He's batting 325 in that stretch. Is this what they were hoping for when they put together that plan of trying to get him back on track? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think both parties in, in Yadier Molina and the Cardinals uh, coaching staff were aware that this was going to take a little bit of time. I mean, he was late to an already short spring camp. Both parties said that they, you know, they didn't, Yadier didn't see the amount of live at bats that either would have liked him to see. Timing was going to struggle. That's why we saw so much of Andrew Kisner in April. I do think that we'll continue to see more of Kisner than in years prior. We've talked about this before. Um, that There does seem to be a little bit more of a, a platoon between the two. But now when you're seeing Yadier Molina hit the ball and find his groove at the plate, I mean, this is what Adam Wainwright said yesterday. His balance is good. The ball is starting to carry more. And Wainwright said when, when Molina starts hitting the ball like that and starts getting that good bat pass going, he can be a really dangerous hitter. I think we're seeing that. Um, I think Ollie Marmol is seeing that. And I think Yadi is seeing that. And that does, goes a long way in the overall longevity and elongating this lineup, as we talked about, can struggle with the power sometimes. So great signs all around from Yadi, who's really seemed to kick it in the high gear over the last couple of weeks. Last couple of weeks, I should say, it does seem like he's more comfortable and has found his timing there. Katie, we saw the uh, spark that Edmundo Sosa can provide, not just last season, but yesterday as well. And Brennan Donovan, you mentioned it in our open that the, the kids can play. Do you see those two taking the job at shortstop for the rest of the season? Or do you still think that the Cardinals might look elsewhere for an answer at that spot? 
You know, I think it's it's too early to tell, but I will say that I've been really impressed by what Brandon Donovan's been doing overall. I mean, this is a guy that's played all four and field positions already, has handled it with, with ease, his position's always changing, um, whether he's starting or coming off the bench. He always seems to be impactful. He's making really good at bats. Soso always brings that that fire. He brings a spark. He plays with such electricity, and it's contagious to that team. I think the Cardinals have an ideal way to cover the shortstop role in Brendan Donovan and Amunda Sosa for now. Uh, I think it's, again, a little too early to say if that's going to be a definitive plan. Um, but that's what the trade deadline's for, right? If, if the Cardinals go over the past couple weeks or and into, into the summer and they like what they see from the shortstop position and they believe they can cover it internally, then they're going to be able to. But, you know, there's always a chance for them to upgrade. I'm not saying that they will by any means. I'm just saying that there's a lot of options, and I don't think we should write off any of them right now. Let's. Th- this is all off the record, Katie. There's nobody listening right now whatsoever. <laughs> no one's listening. Yeah, right. th- Pot it down, There's T-bone. no way Twitter gets a hold of this and makes more of it than needs to be. But if I told you right now, one of these four options is your starting shortstop going into a playoff game for the Cardinals this year. Which one would you say is most likely? Edmundo Sosa, Tommy Edmond, Paul DeYoung, or somebody not currently on the roster? Hmm. Again, this I'd is not Katie reporting anything. It's not. It's not reporting, right? This is not just my all. best guess. Yep. I would say Edmundo Sosa. I would not be surprised to see Tommy Edmund, though. And if Tommy Edmund is playing at shortstop, I'm assuming you Nolan think Gorman. that Nolan Gorman is playing second base. Yes, that would be correct. But Katie's not reporting. As we all know, nobody especially when it comes to this team, they're very hard to predict on how these things shake out. Um, I'll say this, and this is, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable saying this. No matter what t- version of the Cardinals defense takes place in October in a potential uh, postseason playoff hunt, I would not be surprised. Does that make sense? In terms of Gorman playing oh, and like and, where, and where, they're, where they're at. Yeah. Katie, I, I want to ask you about Nolan Gorman. I find him to be really interesting because he's striking out 36% of the time right down down the minors, and I don't have to tell you, he's absolutely crushing the baseball. When he hits it, it goes really far, and he has 14 home runs already. I think he's now tied for the AAA lead in home runs this year. Does that seem like the profile of bat that the Cardinals typically go after to acquire? Um. I think it really depends on, on circumstance and the kind of overall player profile. It's a good question. I think with Nolan Gorman, though, the idea and part of the reason why the Cardinals are, are waiting to make sure he's completely ready, and we talked about this before, you guys, is that they expect him to be an impact every day on the starting roster player. That wasn't necessarily the case with Juan Yepes or, or Brennan Donovan, although those two have certainly played their way up to consideration, especially, at, especially what Juan Yepes has been doing. I mean, that's a guy that has forced the narrative and forced himself onto the uh, starting everyday roster or everyday lineup, I should say. For Gorman, I think the Cardinals are, are so careful because they don't want to rush him up. They want to make sure his development is right. The strikeout rate is a little high. He still needs some more time at second base to really be an overall solid everyday player for them. But I think they're, they're willing to wait a little bit longer even than, than necessary to make sure that he is ready to go. So it's interesting that the offense profiles that way. I mean, we've seen that with Tyler O'Neill and, and the work that he's put in to be less of a two-true outcome player. Um, I'm sure that's what they're doing with Nolan Gorman as well. Uh, when you have such power like that and you're not necessarily hitting for average, again, that, who does that sound like? Paul DeYoung. But we saw what happens when you lose the power, right? And I think the Cardinals are trying to avoid having – 
any kind of setback with Gorman, and they're really trying to promote that when he is called up to the big leagues, he is ready and he's put in a position to really be successful to kind of avoid some of the things we've seen in the past. Katie, are you expecting any fireworks between these two teams in this series? I cannot think of a series that screams be careful or weird, weird vibes than four games at City Field between the Mets and the Cardinals. Um, I'm not sure if I'm, if I'm expecting fireworks, but I am expecting some sort of dramatics. Um, and it would be interesting to see how, we, how the teams respond after the first game, whenever that may be, um, and then see if there's any love lost there or if they've moved, behind, uh, moved past their bench screen altercation or if this is something that both sides remember. So that'll be interesting. Above all, uh, just another thing to keep track of two of the most dramatic organizations <laughs> in baseball. Final question, Katie, that we have for you today, and we're always appreciative of your time. We're going to be at the quarter mark of the season by the time we talk to you next, next Monday, if we end up having a show. We we will have a show, right? Uh, Memorial Day is two weeks from now? Yeah. Sorry for doing that on here. Do you not know how... Where the are we? Works? What is today? Um, what? How would you assess Ollie Marmol's? <laughs> sorry. How would you assess the job that Ollie Marmol has done thus far as a manager? As we're almost a quarter of the way through the season. I've been really impressed. I've been really impressed with the poise that he holds, with the way that he approaches high leverage situations. How he's not afraid to bench starters if they're not performing. We saw that with Tyler O'Neill getting a two-day break. We saw that with Paul DeYoung getting a two-day break. Um, he's not afraid to mix it up and he's not afraid to have a little bit of fun. I mean, look, it's a long season. Do I think that Albert Poole's pitching in the ninth inning should be a regular thing? Of course yes. not. Uh. <laughs> okay, but yes, like yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought yesterday was the perfect way to do it. I think Ollie's found a really good blend early on of, of going for and competing at the highest level and also recognizing, okay, this is a time where we can really honor this guy and, and give baseball a really cool moment. Uh, and these games, of course, the longer we go down the stretch, the more high leverage they become, the more intense they become, the more that uh, things really start to rely on the outcome. It'll be interesting to see how Ollie adapts, but I think the early indications are, you know, the clubhouse is really bought in, the coaching staff has great communication, something that Ollie has, has stressed from day one of spring training, that communication is number one in his eyes. And for the most part, I think he's done a really good job of pulling the right strings at the right time. And if he's not, he's also done a really good job in being, uh, in being open and, and being uh, accountable for, for things that he feels like he could have done better. So definitely interesting. It's definitely not the same Cardinals team that we've seen in seasons prior that really was based on routine. Um, there wasn't a lot of shaking things up. There was the same roster every day, the same lineup every day. That's not how Ollie Marmel manages, and it's been interesting to kind of see that take over as a, as a new identity of the Cardinals. It'll be interesting to see what happens this week out at City Field in New York. We'll be following along over at The Athletic and on Twitter, at Katie J. Wu is where you find her. Katie, we appreciate the time as always. Enjoy yourself up in New York. We'll talk with you again next week. Thanks, guys. Talk to you next Monday. A good story helps us understand the world and how to make it better. That idea drives what we do on the Daily News podcast, Post Reports. We bring you stories that empower people. You know this is a fraud, right? Why are you calling people doing this? And that hold powerful people accountable. Wait, you did what? We had to sue your office twice to get our hands on these documents. My name is Martine Powers. I co-host the show. Take the trusted reporting of The Washington Post wherever you go. Follow and listen to Post Reports.